0: Welcome to Hustle in Faith. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about setting people up to fail. So although I very briefly discussed two or three of Satan's demonic forces in my last podcast, this led me to think about the negative trait of anger, which is so bad that it does more harm to its host than it does to its intended victim. So in Esther chapter four, the rage of Haman, had against Mordecai is an excellent example of such anger and hatred. When Haman saw that Mordecai would not kneel down or pay him honor, he became enraged. Haman's hate and anger was so strong that he looked for a way to destroy it, not only Mordecai's immediate family, but the entire nation of Jews. If Haman had stopped to wisely think, he and his household would not have been put to death by the same method that he was trying to use to destroy Mordecai. The event of Mordecai and Haman confirms that setting traps for God's people does not end well for Satan's evildoers, mainly because God hates sinful acts, especially those who set traps to harm others. Based on God's hate towards sin and his desire to teach evildoers a lesson that they'll never forget, God usually punishes the evildoers with their own trap. Haman being executed on the very gallows that he intended to use for Mordecai is evidence of this fact. Haman is concrete proof that God is not slack concerning his promise that vengeance is mine. Although Haman was not a child of God's, yet I'm sure he would have automatically enacted God's golden rule of do unto others what you would have them do unto you, had he stopped to think. And that's in Matthew 7, 12. This rule would prevent much unnecessary suffering for all who follow its wisdom. Case in point, if Haman had stopped to wisely think, he would have put himself in Mordecai's place. In doing so, Haman would have seen that Mordecai's refusal to bow was not a personal problem. It was not directed just towards him, but all men. A child of God does not elevate and or treat a mere man as if he was God. Since Haman allowed his thought life to be filled with Satan's lies and deception, Haman did not seek to understand why Mordecai refused to kneel down and honor him. Haman just went full speed ahead with his hateful thinking. The sinful act of Haman proves that whenever our soul is void of God's word, Satan can manipulate our emotions to carry out whatever sinful acts he wishes. What we need to realize is that Satan is a genius when it comes to manipulating our emotions. Once Satan gains control of our emotions, we in turn self-inflict ourselves with Satan's negative traits. Many of us fail to realize that Satan is very familiar with everyone who is born on earth. Ever since we were born, Satan and his demons have been studying and observing our behavior, our weaknesses, our strengths, so they can use this information against us in their psychological warfare. By studying our behavior, in some instances, it's possible that Satan knows us better than we know ourselves. If we don't protect ourselves with God's word, this inside knowledge of our character is going to help Satan to instill his negative traits within our hearts and soul and mind. Satan knows exactly how to manipulate our emotions so they can produce whatever strife that he wants. Nothing leads people to commit evil acts against each other than anger and hatred. Through the lingering of one negative act, you can summon a whole legion of evil spirits to enter your soul. If we don't use God's word to train our heart, soul, and mind, our emotions become easy prey for Satan and his demons to manipulate. Haman overreacting to Mordecai's decision not to kneel down and pay honor to him is proof of this fact. Haman allowing Satan to manipulate his emotions drove him to enact the greatest failure of all times. With the help of Mordecai and Esther, God exposed Haman's plan and had Haman to hang on the very gallows that Haman intended to use to execute Mordecai. Although mo- most cliches have no merit, the one that says payback is a bitch has plenty of merit, especially since the cliche coincides with Roman 12 and the 19 which explicitly tells us not to, because God says, vengeance is mine, I will repay. When we step in to help God out and teaching other people a lesson, we're disobeying God. He doesn't need us to step in to help him out. It doesn't make sense for us to worship someone who would later need our assistance to help remove the troublemakers in our lives. If God said that he can and will, then we need to allow him the chance to do so. If we choose to be stubborn and insist on helping him out, then it shouldn't be a surprise when God punishes us. Whenever you go around setting up traps for other people to fall into, in order to teach them a lesson, don't be surprised when you end up in it yourself. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. My goal is to help you both spiritually and physically. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please check out my other website, StarringYou.com. And that's StaringU, S-T-A-R-E-N-G-U.com. I'm confident that my side hustle of helping others to invest in themselves via my YouTube channel, my podcasts, Facebook group, shops, and most importantly, my online courses can be of assistance to you. My courses are geared towards teaching people how to create their own website and promote their endeavor through digital marketing and so much more. You never know who you may inspire. See you in the next podcast.